Hello, thank you for tuning into our podcast. I'm Connor, and we have Tom, Pete, and Lyle as our guests. Today we'll be talking about the Massachusetts colonies. So we're going to be talking about the Patriots? No, Tom, we're talking about the 1600s here. Oh, okay. Hey, Pete, what was the geography like there? The geography of the Massachusetts colony was very interesting. The soil was very rocky, and there were a lot of trees. Also, there was some mountains. Most of the trade was through Boston Harbor. They would use logging, fishing, and whaling to trade for other goods. Tom, do you know anything about the geography affecting the residents of the colonies? Yes. The geography affected the Massachusetts residents because there wasn't great soil for crops. The soil was really rocky. They had very long winters, so they would have a short period of time to grow good crops. Their religion was Christian, and if they didn't go to church every few days, you would be frowned upon in the community. One person who was involved in the slave trade during this time was Frederick Douglass. He was a suffragist, abolitionist, author, editor, and diplomat. He was a slave in his early life. He was a firm believer in the equality of all people. He supported women's suffrage. Douglass wrote several autobiographies about his life as a slave. On a different note, I heard that Anne Bradstreet was a big figure in Massachusetts at that time. Yes, she was. She was the first poet to be published in the New World. She was born on March 20, 1612 in Northampton, England. Anne came over to the Massachusetts colonies in 1630, where she stepped foot on July 14th in present-day Pioneer Village in Salem, Massachusetts. She then married Simon Bradsheet, where they had a good life. They moved from town to town, but they finally settled in Andover, Massachusetts. She gave life to two, two children who were both boys. Hey, Pete, wasn't there a guy named John Cotton who lived in the Massachusetts colonies? Yeah, there was a person named John Cotton. Cotton was another figure who lived in Massachusetts. He was born on December 4th, 1585 in Derby, Derbyshire, England, and died on December 23rd, 1652 in Boston, Massachusetts. John Cotton was influential because he was a Puritan leader. He had very good education. First, he studied at Trinity College for five years. Next, he studied at Emanuel College for nine years. John Cotton was persecuted for nonconformatism by the Anglican Church, but escaped. He moved to Massachusetts Colony in 1633, then became a teacher at the First Church of Boston. The geography affected the economy in many different ways. One of those is there was a lot of ocean around so they could fish and whale, which they could use to trade for goods. It also affected the economy because there wasn't much good soil, so they had to fish. Who else was involved in the slave trade, Connor? Well, Thomas Oliver was a great lieutenant. He got most of his wealth from a plantation. Then plantation had lots of slaves. He persevered day after day for the money they had been given to the owners of the plantation, were Thomas Oliver and his dad, Andrew Oliver. Thomas Oliver used the wealth to be respected in the community, and because of this, he became a lieutenant for the English. This goes to show that the slaves were not just make money makers to the rich. Peter Faneuil was another man involved in the slave trade. He was a merchant, slave trader, and philanthropist. He donated Faneuil Hall to Boston in 1740. As a merchant, Faneuil traded fish, tobacco, produce, and rum, but most of all slaves. One weird fact is that most of Peter Faneuil's wealth came from his uncle Andrew, who was one of the wealthiest men in New England. 
The main way Peter Faneuil made his money was through slave trade. It is reported that Faneuil went to West Africa on his ship called the Jolly Bachelor and came back with 20 people of color. John Winthrop was another man who settled in Massachusetts. John was a great person. He was born in 1588. He started in a wealthy community. He was an English Puritan lawyer as his first job. He also served as a governor for 12 of the colony's first 20 years. Winthrop led the first large wave of immigrants from England in 1630. John Winthrop had four kids with his wife Margaret Winthrop and Mary Forth. His writings and vision of the colony as a Puritan city upon a hill dominated New England colonial development. His writings continue to influence politicians today. Wow, that's a lot of information. Thanks, Tom. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. We appreciate you guys listening, and a special thanks to our guests, Tom, Lyle, and Pete. Bye.